previously on the Leaky Bucket podcast. In my view, needing money, that's, that's essential. Regardless of what others may say about niching straight away, those people, in my view, they've forgotten what it was like. The fact that you've got no idea really how you might pay your mortgage, your rent, your food shop, your electricity, or just whatever. In my view, the right way is, and will always be, unless you've really got a large pot of money already, will be that you have to start by trying to attract as many different customers as possible. Welcome to the Leaky Bucket Podcast. This is the financial performance podcast for entrepreneurs looking to get a better understanding of their numbers, plug the leaks in their business, and then move from surviving to thriving. I'm your host, Ian Morgan, and we're powered by MBS Accountants. Hey there, welcome to the latest episode of the Leaky Bucket Podcast. Coming up today, we are going to go through quite how you might be setting up your business to fail. Now, let me share with you today the story of Jess and Ben. They run a design agency. In the first instance, they did the right thing. They kept themselves affordable. They managed to get the business off the ground from literally nothing to the level where they are doing some great work and getting paid for it. Yet they waited just that little bit too long before they decided to switch things up. Ben was the technician and he got to the point where he just didn't have any free time. He was working so many hours just to make the jobs get over the line so they can get paid. And you know what? He was near burnout. Income. Yeah, it was pretty good. They got a fairly nice lifestyle. They were fairly comfortable. Things were working quite nicely. The issue, though, was how do you now take the next step? Ben's working all the hours. The lifestyle's nice. Ben's the technician. So first step, how do you get back some time for Ben? In order to do that, you hire some help, surely. But that costs money. If they're already used to this lifestyle that they've got, and then they go and hire someone else, but just to do the work that they've already got, then there will be less money. And that's less money for Ben and Jess. And therefore, lifestyle would have to take a step back. And then there's no real way to grow and improve it again without Ben working more hours. Sounds like a vicious circle. One that I guess probably sounds familiar. So here's what we did. In my view, there are three ways in which you can win clients. Number one is through pricing. Number two is through convenience. And number three is through quality. You can't do all three. You might think you can, and you probably could just mainly for one client, just once in a very small, quick project. But however much you think it's possible, it simply isn't possible in the long term, over multiple clients. If you try and do it, cracks will start to appear, things will start going wrong in multiple areas and potentially with catastrophic results. Just think about it. If you want to be convenient 
and deliver high quality work, both which cost money. First, by needing to build in spare capacity to react to that new work so you can be convenient. And then secondly, by having highly trained staff to deliver high quality work, then with both of those things together, it is highly unlikely that you will also be low on price. You just couldn't afford to do it. You'd be a loss-making business. And there's many of us who end up in that situation. So what you should have is one major and one minor focus. With Ben and Jess, we shifted this to be all about high-quality service first, convenience second, and pricing just had to be what it had to be. Let's take website design. On that front, there were going to be a defined process that would deliver the desired website for the customer in either 8, 10, or 12 weeks. So it's going to be super clear to the client exactly what they're going to get and delivered in a convenient way. Defined review points along the way, a clear communication process, all about convenience. Then there would also be quality control standards written by Ben so that things can meet his standards of website design. These are going to be things like they're going to have control of the platform, the systems, the hosting platform, and then generally leading on the overall design process, telling the customer that while something may be possible, if it compromised quality, an alternative would need to be found. They would stop doing cheap websites where they had to cut corners, compromise on quality, and get it through on budget, or as little over budget as possible. No mint rates, and definitely no discounts just to win a job. This is all great, but the big issue here was the prices had to change. A very, very scary time. The usual fears were unlocked, mainly around confidence, really. Would people really pay back? We covered off all of these concerns and we managed to move forward. The business website was updated, the pricing system was improved and simplified, and the prices, they were all increased. Along with this, a target audience had been created. No longer was it anyone who just wanted a website. They wanted business owners who had possibly done a cheap website before and that they weren't happy. Hey there. Really sorry for interrupting, but I really wanted to let you know about some amazing bonus content we have available for you. You see, not only do we record behind the scenes, but also we go deeper into some of the key topics that come up during the conversation. Now, you can find out more about this and access all of it free of charge over on Facebook. Just search for the Leaky Bucket podcast community. Maybe they were pathway through a project and they're frustrated with the constant delays or the lack of quality that's being produced. Maybe they just needed to move their website to the next level. Whatever way, that focus was now firmly on quality first. With that target audience in mind, it gave them a clear focus. Now, they're selling so much more than a website. You see, with that audience in mind, they started to understand that people weren't wanting to buy a website. The website was just a tool. A tool maybe to get in front of the client's target audience, to gain customers, to grow their business, and maybe change their own life so they could do X or Y or Z. 
buy a new house, get a new car, send their children to private school, provide a better home life for their children. Whatever it might be, we've all got something that we're trying to achieve. Now, since these changes, the business has grown and it's gone from strength to strength. They've increased their prices again further. They've taken more control and they've positioned themselves more and more as the experts. The one key thing they've learned is how to say no. If the client isn't right and it doesn't match with those big focuses of what they're trying to achieve, quality and convenience, and it's simply just somebody who drops you a quick email and go, how cheap can you do a website? Unless you can reframe them, the answer is no. The benefits are Ben is working far less hours. The financials have improved massively from where they were before. And they're now in a position where they didn't have to take other people in order to do this. Just by having less clients and therefore working less hours, but those clients paying more, they managed to achieve more whilst giving less. Now, we haven't only done this ourselves with Ben and Jess. We've done this over multiple clients. And I'm not just talking about me. Our team know how to deliver this too. You see, this isn't about accounting. This is about business owners knowing how to set their value, knowing how to have a great value exchange. The system isn't complex. It does take some really deep thinking. And the typical Pareto principle here, 80-20, right? 80% of people just won't do deep quality thinking. If you can do this, right, you really push yourself in the top 20% of people. Just sit yourself down and think about it. Are you on that journey where you're going to be overworked and underpaid? Maybe you're already there. And what is it that's most important to you? Is it the quality of the work that you deliver? Is it how convenient you are to your customers or potential customers? Or is it how affordable you are? Really, really think about it. If you could only offer one of those things that's best quality, most convenient, cheapest. If you could only do one, what would it be? Now, it doesn't really matter which one it is. No one is better than any of the others. It's simply about being aware of it and then aligning yourself to it. Now that you've identified how you wish to be identified by your customers, how do you ensure that you stick to that? I'd love to continue the conversation. Look me up on social media. Come join my Facebook group of like-minded business owners. It's called the Thriving Business Community. And just let me know what's going to be your major and your minor focus and why. What actions have or will you be taking to make sure you identify and that to your customers and potential customers? Will you change your marketing? Will you change how your website looks? How will you say no to the wrong fit people? I'd love to hear about it. So hook me up on social media, on Facebook, join the community. Like I say, thriving business community and just let me know. Just drop me a message or just post in the group and just say, this is what I would do to focus on my major and my minor. And this is why. And this is maybe the difference that I think it can make to my business. I'll happily give you feedback and we can work from there. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Leaky Bucket Podcast. I'd love it if you could spread the message by clicking subscribe and leaving a review. 
And if you want to find out more, you can also fill out our online financial health check scorecard to see where all the holes might be hiding in your bucket. Just head over to mbsaccountants.scoreapp.com. And you can also find the link in the show notes below. See you next time. Coming next week on the Leaky Bucket podcast. So the bad news here, right, is that you've been letting money slip through your fingers. The great news, however, is that you can now do something about it. And this is what frustrates me, right? 80% of people, so I'm talking to most of you listening now, you won't actually go and take some action. Just please do.